It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name's Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it going today? Jake, I'm doing great. It's Christmas Day. Oh, oh I didn't know that. It's Christmas Day. Shit, Merry Christmas. I, why am I here? I have to go to my family's house, <laughs> which is conveniently right down the street. So. Yeah. Yeah, we did walk past your family's house yesterday. Yeah. So. No big deal. No, not a big deal, but we did take Celebrity a walk around the neighborhood. Celebrity couple lives in this neighborhood. Yeah, and it's your parents. It's my parents. <laughs> they are uh, Jesus's parents, too. Jesus, your brother. Yeah, I don't like to talk about him. It's just hard being the underachieving sibling. Yeah, your much older brother. <laughs> <laughs> your parents look so good for being yeah, over 2,000 years old. I mean, that's what happens when you drink water and you're not problematic. So yeah. Fair enough, just like Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, my parents, my parents are both Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, cool, that's fun. Well, speaking of Paul Rudd, he was on a television program in the late 90s, early 2000s, known as Friends. Friends. Uh, which is a show that uh, is also related to our show Joey. Yeah, our show Joey. Friends was a spinoff of the show Joey. Yeah, friends. Friends was kind of like the prequel to Joey. Yeah, it was a prequel series about how Joey came to uh, become friends, become friends with other people. Yeah, that's a good show. Uh, but it's not the show we're here to talk about today. Uh, that show is called Survivor 41. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 41 last night? Jake, I did in fact wait until last night to watch it, and I did watch it last night. Was that difficult for you? Because you know our group DM was a blow. Oh, I super had the I had the winner spoiled for me. Yeah, I I was I was worried about that. There was a Ricard, but remember was, the DM I didn't check. There was a Ricard tweet that got retweeted on my timeline. Okay, uh, well I will say this: I don't feel bad for you because you did spoil Coat Wrong for me. I don't remember that, but sure. We I can guess go this through is our me DMs. getting my just desserts. <laughs> Several years ago, you told me who won Korog, and don't say it out loud right now, because RL is here, and she's currently, we were currently watching that season. In our own time, not podcasting about it. Um, so don't spoil it. Thank you. Someone wins Korog. God damn it, Thomas. They didn't end the season before the finale. Although, funnily enough, the, did you hear about this? The French version of Survivor... Uh, they had their finale recently, and they did not award the winner to anyone, because they... <laughs> You're all ungrateful, you don't deserve this. Basically, because they, um, like, snuck out of camp or something, and, like, went and partied with locals during the show or something like that. I don't remember exactly the details, but they were like, alright, we're gonna, like, finish the game out, but... No, you don't get to they win. They literally did the, like, you drank fizzy lifting drinks. Yeah. End yeah. to it. Exactly. Which is the perfect way to end a season of Survivor. Uh, not the way this one ended, though. This one pretty good. This week's episode was called One Thing Left to Do, Win. What do you think of this episode title? I think it's a great descriptor of every Survivor finale, so. Here's my issue. It's a quote from Jeff. And we don't, like... Of all of the quotes from all of the survivors, and you pick a quote from Jeff, you can write what Jeff says. The fun, you know? Well, that was also Jeff doing his stupid talking to the camera thing, right? Like, I don't like the quote being from that. Maybe not. I don't It was from some, I don't know. It was something he said, and I was like, downvote, you know, like it, Reddit. It's weird because this is, yeah, well, you would know a thing or two about I being do. downvoted on Reddit, but uh, the... Uh, <laughs> The, the thing with this season is I think it's been, like, cast-wise, really good season. I've, I think some of the twists have been dumb, but not in a way that, like, ruined anything in the way that, like, The Edge of Extinction or, like, you know, a few of the seasons they've had twists or yeah. whatever. Like, it's been a bad Jeff season. It's been a very bad Jeff season. Jeff's been really annoying. <laughs> yeah. He starts the episode walking up to a set of projected images on, like, a shipwreck of the final five, and then, like, explains to us what a Survivor finale yeah, is. he's like, the crazy thing about this is only one person is going to win. We know, Jeff, just get to it. <laughs> so they go to a new island. Uh, their torches are there. Xander is excited because he doesn't need food or sleep. 
<laughs> cool guy. Yeah, this cool guy Xander. I do think with the editing this season, because it does seem like some of the more erratic gameplay came from the fact that like everyone was starving all the time. Mm. They didn't play into that enough. They don't I really know. like convey to you how like busted everybody was. Well, by the you end have to remember it. somebody had to smash an hourglass, and that had to take up an entire episode. The, yeah, the stupid twist that like yeah. Like literally anyone would have done that too. Like that's right. the other thing. Like it was it was a decision where you there was only one rational choice to yeah. make. I I remember that episode airing and being like, what's the cliffhanger? Like, is there something I'm not understanding about this twist? Well, they left like, on a cliffhanger. Like, will Erica smash the hourglass? Like, yes, obviously. No, it wouldn't be honorable. Yeah, I didn't win like, the I challenge. Want, I want to lose. <laughs> Uh, so Deshaun wants to talk to Erica, but she doesn't want to, and says, you're welcome for being here. Fucking great. I love Erica. I don't understand why Deshaun didn't either just have that conversation with Heather privately, or hold on to it for later, because he completely undercut any leverage he had with it. I, it was such, it was such a bad move. That's the thing with him, is like, I think... There were the seeds for him to play a really good winning game, and he just kept fucking up. Yeah, I think it, it probably has a lot to do with what you said. It's just like they're starving. I think that might be it. Like maybe he's just hangry all the time. Yeah. But like I look, Deshaun's not him when he's hangry. Yeah, he someone, he needs, someone needs to give him a Snickers bar. But uh, but yeah, like I don't. The timing of that was so weird. In the same way that the the timing of him, like I get that he was mad after that one tribal council, but him going back and throwing a tantrum in front of everybody, it's like, what are you doing? Well, that's what happens when you're angry. I just I think he's also not been a great advocate for his own game because I think that he needed to defend himself about Liana starting the dominoes in motion yeah. to destroy that alliance. Mm-hmm. And no one ever talked about it ever. No. No, yeah, I I don't understand why we didn't see that. Uh, Ricard and Erica agree that he will be the next out. Smart move. I just wait. Ricard and Erica agree to Sean's next out. Is that was that right? Yeah, I think there is a conversation they have where Ricard is basically like said the same thing I did. Like, I oh, don't know yeah. why he did that. He's right. on the bottom. Don't talk to him. Like that kind of thing. Look, this episode was three hours long, and yes, I did watch it three times. But that doesn't mean I remember everything. Yeah. It's a lot to remember. And I'm not the greatest note taker. Ask any of my teachers from high school. You, you do tend to keep your notes for a long time, as evidenced by that note yeah. that you found from me in our freshman year of high school. We found an old... Uh, did you get one of those? It, it had... Okay, so... I'm sure I have it somewhere, but yeah, it was very much like a hags for the fall play kind of thing. Yeah, we were in the fall play. I was on the crew. Thomas was in the cast. It was the complete works of William Shakespeare. Maybe you've heard of him. Uh, and apparently everybody signed it like a yearbook at the end of the day. Or at the end of the play. Yeah, yeah. it was very much just like XOXO. Yeah. Thank you for being in the cast. I said something vaguely threatening to Jake. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <laughs> like you do, because he is a crew member and he was beneath me because I was in the cast. Yeah, exactly. And that was felt by everybody in crew. Um well, I was confused when you texted that to me because we had friends that were in crew, like the rowing thing, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I thought that was the reference, and I was like, Jake didn't do crew? Why am I saying that? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and the fun thing about that, you being on cast and me being on crew, is neither of us continued being in theater at all. No, I auditioned <laughs> for the worst fall play of all time the next year, didn't get it, and then never tried again. Yeah. Look, if something is hard, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Honestly, I do not regret not continuing to do theater. Yeah, learning what theater kids are, no offense to any theater kids listening, but I'm really glad I'm not one. You know what? If I had continued, I'd probably be on TikTok. (laughs) So true. Making TikToks. What do you think Thomas's TikToks would be? Oh my god, and Thomas, it's alliterative, so you should definitely do it. Man. Now you're, now you're tempting me. Yeah, what would your content I gotta think, be? Well, I gotta think about some things to point to on screen. <laughs> or like, I don't know, do lip... Like, I should do the Pixar lady face lip-syncing to things. Uh, the Pixar lady? There's a lady that is very popular on TikTok who just does like very exaggerated facial expressions lip-syncing to things, and it looks uncanny like it's in like a Disney animated... Like 3D animated movie or like Pixar movie. That's cool. It's not cool. I hate it. It's really cool. It's really cool. Everything on TikTok is cool. Yeah. That's one of those things where I was like, 
I, I've seen it like two or three TikToks like that where I've just been like, I can't go there. Like, I, this is horrible. <laughs> I saw a TikTok today of a, a dog running, like prancing down the street, and there was like five feet of snow behind him. That was the whole. Time. I like that. It's That's good. Cool. It's good. Um, so TikTok's good, um, and you can't complain about it actually. No, and I never have, and I never will. Exactly. Um, I thought Deshaun was being very obnoxious early on in this episode. Uh, and then he did that interview with Ricard using the stick. You did, did you like that or did you not like it? I loved it. It was so funny. <laughs> did you like it? This felt like something that they would do on, like, an earlier season of, like, The Real World or, like, The Challenge. Yeah, yeah. And I I couldn't tell whether Ricard was enjoying it or not. Like, that's the, that was my thing. With I was like, did they both was. like it? It also felt like, it felt like something that would be, um, honestly, wasn't there something really similar on Marquesas? Uh, yeah, they did, like, a morning radio show every morning. Yeah, that's what it was. Rob and Sean, I think. Yeah. Excuse me, Boston Rob Boston and Sean. Rob and Sean. Boston. Not to be confused with Shaq's friend. Boston, yeah, Boston Rob and Brooklyn Sean. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, so it kind of felt like that, like, there was, like, a little charm to it, but I also was like, did the producers stage this? Like, did uh, they tell them to do it? Yeah, maybe. It was, it was fine. I thought it was kind of cute. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was very funny when Erica confronted Heather uh, and asked how pissed she was, and, and Heather just said, no comment. Like, oh, no wonder we're getting no Heather content, because literally her response to everything is no comment. I think this season is the most offended I've seen people at the concept of being voted out. It's like, only one person is going to win. Oh, yeah. Where, like, people are like, the idea that, like, somebody would eventually vote you out, it's like... It's the game. It's the, what Survivor the is. There's the only three game. people that make it to Final Tribal. Yeah. Uh, Erica confronts Deshaun about Tribal Council as they go to get tree mail, which is literally a wooden USPS drop box. Did you notice that? I didn't, but that's really cool. I wish I had noticed that. <laughs> I can't believe it took all season for us to see that. Well, you know, with these cuts right now, the, it took them like four days to get that tree mail to them. Why do you say that? Because the USPS. Oh, right, the cuts in the USPS. Yeah. I thought you meant the cuts in the Survivor. Yeah, they were... The editing cuts. They were doing some very slow smash cuts. <laughs> I was very confused. Uh, so they give him an advantage clue and must unscramble the words. As they start to get the clue, it's revealed to be, Your treasure hangs where the trees love to dance. You know? You know that common phrase that everyone knows? I liked that. I thought that was... I think having, like, a dumb clue like that is great. <laughs> it was very fun. Uh, Erica is the last to discover the, or figure out the clue, but the first to get the advantage in the next immunity challenge. There very was... Very exciting to me. For yeah, me. yeah, I was 100% expecting Ricard to get this, but... Um, I love Ricard. I, I like Ricard. I think he's a good player. But uh, I... Uh, I... Part of me, when she got it, because of the way that the shot was framed, was like, they told her where it was. I Why was the so camera waiting there? But I, then I thought about it, and I was like, I think they just have one cameraman following each person. because Most likely. Yeah, yeah. because like the, there were similar candid shots for everyone else, but there was a minute there where I was like, they rigged this. Mm -hmm. They heard Jake was excited about Erica winning. <laughs> um, I remember, I think it was Russell Hance was saying, like, his... Um, strategy when looking for idols, you know, a hundred years ago would be if he's like running out into the jungle and the cameras don't follow him, he knows he's not close. That's the kind of thing, like the, the like metagame of it almost yeah. where it's like, obviously they need to get certain shots for it. So if you're thinking about it, that's a smart way to play. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at this immunity challenge, they have to collect ropes, build ladders, and then solve a puzzle of the logo of the season. Winner gets steak, veggie spread and wine. Uh, and Erica gets the first four rungs on each ladder already completed. Did you... Excuse me. Did you think this was too much of an advantage for are you, her? Are you writing that down so that you can edit it out? Well, I was, but uh, now I can't, because you, have to, you just had to address it. Yep, I did have to address it. Uh, what, sorry, what was your question again? <sighs> did you find this was too much of an advantage for Erica? Yes, I did. Um... I was thinking about it. Why don't you complain about it on Twitter.com then? I did whatever. I, the thing is, like, I, I, <laughs> I think I had the same reaction to it 
um, that I did to the the camera thing where I was initially like, come on. And then I thought about it and I was like, they always do this though. Yeah. There's always a final advantage, whether it's like a idol that somebody finds or something like right before one of the last challenges. So I was like, you know, like it's not that different from anything else that yeah. they do. I saw somebody pointing out on my favorite web website, website, Reddit, dot, dot, dot. Yes. Dot com. I'm having a really hard time yeah. speaking today. Um, you're just so excited. I'm just so excited. They just considered the scavenger hunt for the advantage just a, another part of the challenge. Yeah, which I think like, is that makes total sense. Reasonably fair. Yeah. So yeah, I I wasn't like offended by it. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I would feel really bad if I was Ricard though, because Ricard was going to win that if she didn't have the advantage. Well, he should have looked harder for the cameramen. That's true. Camera people, excuse me. Camera guys, excuse me. <laughs> I think it's weird that every episode Jeff says, come on in, camera guys. <laughs> come on in, camera guys, we gotta get this shot of Erica. <laughs> yeah, go set up right by the tree that Erica's gonna walk by. She knows <laughs> that we can ring it in her favor. So, Erica wins this challenge and brings Heather on the reward because they had a difficult travel council. I wish we'd seen more. I know people have said this a million times already by this point, but I wish we'd seen more of the Heather-Erica relationship. Apparently it was very important to the whole season. Yeah, it really was very more implicit than explicit on the show. It was like, yeah, they're together. You see them together all the time. But, like, what is is the depth of that? Mm -hmm. They're two ladies. Like... They're, they're two ladies who were on yeah. the same winning tribe. They're out really there. On. They be shopping. They are <laughs> shopping all the time with all these fire tokens. <laughs> we got to bring those fire tokens back. When, when, when Jeff Probst called Mike White and he was like, all right, we're going to do fire tokens again. And he's like, Mike White was like, you know women. They're going to just use those to be shopping. <laughs> Xander says on a talking head that getting out Ricard was a, it's going to be a no-brainer tonight. Here's my thing, Xander. Well, why didn't you do it? Two episodes ago, when he also didn't have immunity, you know? Would have been a really good move for Xander. Well, Xander was ultimately vindicated. Yeah, I guess it would have been, like, he would have been able to say that he orchestrated it. But, you know, I mean, he did ultimately end up getting to get him out. I guess. He didn't get the credit for it, though. No. Well, that's the problem with Xander's whole game, right? Is that he didn't actually do anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, at the reward, Erica apologizes to Heather for what Deshaun said, but Heather's not mad at her, so that's nice. You know, this whole season, it's been so tumultuous between Heather and Erica. I'm glad they finally got the yeah, scene. Yeah, I was just so out. worried that their friendship wouldn't survive this, but thankfully. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, okay, so Erica tells Ricard that she's on the fence when they get back to camp, which makes Ricard nervous. Heather tells Ricard that she's voting Deshaun because he's a liability. This was a weird reason. Like, if he's a liability, then you want him there, right? It's like it's not the first challenge of the game. Yeah, this was. I, I think ultimately the move, and neither of them really saw it in the way that they needed to. Was Deshaun needed to get with Heather and basically say to her, like, "Look, you are playing a backseat version of the same game that Erica is playing." You need to come with me. We need to orchestrate getting Erica out. That'll be your big move. We can both take credit for that. And you can say ultimately that you were the mastermind driving everything behind the scenes. And that was why you were able to get rid of Erica at just the right time. That did not happen. Yeah. Well, Deshaun was still very hangry at this point. Yeah. He couldn't articulate that. (laughs) Uh, Ricard tells Xander that his his husband is due with another baby next week. Isn't that sweet? Gotta save this for... Final tribal. Final tribal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's what Jeremy did. That's what Adam did. That yeah. is, you got to save that. And, like, I think this was a genuine reaction. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I don't... It is funny to be like, look, I know that you're really emotional right now, but you are got to try to win the game. you got to use this in a really cynical way. But, uh, you know, that I, I think, honestly, it's funny because I think everyone was like, oh, this is really moving. But I think the next thought anyone else has is like, well, we really got to get him out now. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> that he can use this part of it. He's already going to win, and this is just going to solidify it. Uh, so Xander considers playing his idol for Ricard. Did you think he was ever actually going to do that? Of course not. Of course he wasn't going to do that. He was just, like, humoring Ricard at that point. Yeah. I think he like, thought it. about it from, like, a genuine, like a human perspective, but I think immediately the next thought you have is, like, no. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. He just really wants Ricard to win. 
Xander's actually Ricard's Liana. Yeah, what if there was a Shan-Ricard final where it was just two other players trying to get them to win? Mm -hmm. That'd be great. The final four is Ricard, Xander, Shan, and Liana. And Xander and Liana are both like, you know what, you guys? You've both played such a great game. We're both going to not make fire. Yeah. We think it should just be a final two. It should just be final two. Jeff, we both quit. Yeah, we forfeit. (laughs) And then they walk off Tribal Council hand-in-hand, truly in love as forever. Okay. Uh, It's the end of the season. Oh, you were saying Xander and Leon. I thought you were saying Shannon Ricard, and I was like, I think they both have their own things going on. But no, yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the big ship that everybody was on. Yeah, the big ship that everybody was on. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to... Finish this season outright. We get into the next one. But nobody wants to get on board when I'm talking about Shannon. Whatever. Liana and Xander. Whatever. The season's over. Ziana or... Ziana or... (laughs) (laughs) So, Jeff asks everybody at Tribal Council if Ricard is, in fact, the target. I would have felt really bad if I were Ricard in this situation where Jeff was just like, so everyone's voting Ricard. Yeah, time, so right? you're, getting, you're getting them out, right? Like, <laughs> it could be stupid not to at this yeah. point. And isn't it funny how Ricard will definitely win if you don't <laughs> vote him out? Uh, Xander says he feels like he's in the Wild West between Ricard and Deshaun. Um, yeah. Are you going to promote your, your uh, Survivor yeah. fanfic again? You can You can read Survivor <laughs> Wild West at SurvivorWildWest.tumblr.com. It's a uh, Survivor. It's Wild West themed. It's really good. We were. I was watching it, uh, the finale over at uh, my my cousin's house, and uh, we came up with an idea that there should be a season of Survivor that takes place inside of a single house. You mean Big Brother? Yes, <laughs> but it's like all still Survivor challenges. <laughs> so it's just people like like feeling up over like doorways to see if they can find a uh, you know it's, like, it's like one of those things where somebody's like lying on the ground and they're like and then. I looked in the casing of the computer tower, and the <laughs> idol was there. I would love, like, somebody just pulls out a toolbox, and they're like, Xander, what are you doing? You go, oh, nothing. Just checking on the computer. They also have internet now. Yeah, they do the montage of the, like, or, you know, like, the, the whole uh, sequence of, like, it's getting really rough out here. Good snacks are all gone. We're, we're out of fruit by the foot. <laughs> like, people are really like starting to fall apart. We've just got raisins. Yeah, it's just like peanut butter and raisins. <laughs> no celery, even. There's like granola bars, but they're they're the Nature Valley kind where they're super messy. Yeah, and they're already broken up. <laughs> Basically, dust. Thomas, who's your favorite contestant on SurvivorWildWest.com? I would say that the Wild West is kind of like the. How many contestants were in that the fake season you did? I don't remember. I think twenty. It's like the twenty-first contestant. Is Jeff the Brooks, setting. actually, <laughs> but actually, the twenty-second because he forgot about Jeff Brooks. Oh yeah, good point. Ricard talks about his husband and their newborn and struggling, and he says he's actually very proud of himself for making it this far. I'll say this was a very nice out no. for Ricard. It was it's, a great final episode for him. Ricard should be Ricard had the the second best finish that you can have in Survivor, which is not winning, but knowing that you would if you made it to try final tribal. Yeah, he's in a, in a club with David Wright or like uh, Kelly Wentworth or Kelly Wentworth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ricard says he may be one of the best to play, even if he doesn't win. Correct. And Jeff says, some of our best players will never win. Who do you think he was talking about there? I think it would be really funny if he was still really hung up on Joe, even though Joe's like a horrible <laughs> monster. Just be like, but he's so handsome. We got this really cool white nationalist yeah. a few years ago. He's like, he's even worse than anyone could have imagined, but God, he's so dreamy. He's just such a cool guy. <laughs> Uh, I think he means like Boston well no Boston I've already won but I think he means like Boston Rock should have won every season yeah well obviously Uh, I assumed he meant Siri Um, that's true yeah I uh, we're gonna get to Siri's first season here in the next couple off seasons uh, so I'm very excited the Siri game changers thing is still the absolute dumbest thing that's ever happened on the show I'm so mad about that she should have won that if Siri had won game changers do you think excuse me, Game Changers, do you think people would look at it differently? Yes. Yeah. 
The thing with that season, though, is they're like... And that wasn't even the most offensive thing that no, happened I was that gonna, season. I was actually just talking about this yesterday. I had forgotten about the Jeff Farner thing. Yeah. That was really, really, really bad, and I think that would have tainted anything happening on that season. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, they vote Xander plays the idol for himself. I genuinely, when he walked up and did his little speech, I was like, it's helped a lot of my friends, too. Like, one, what are you talking about? Two... What are you talking about? It saved Evie. He didn't play it, but sure. it saved her. Sure, sure. Uh, but at that point, it was actually Tiffany's idol, I think. I mean, it was still his idol. Whatever. And he had to say this. He, look, Tiffany didn't say the stupid butterfly thing. That is okay? true. That is true. Xander had to say that like three times. <laughs> Xander received zero votes. Uh, Ricard, Deshaun received one vote. Ricard <laughs> received three votes. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Xander received zero votes. <laughs> That's not... Uh, d- don't get used to that. Uh. <laughs> Deshaun got a vote, and Ricard got the rest of the votes. Ricard's yep. out. No surprise. Uh, they go back to camp. Big storm. Horrible storm. No shelter. Also, as Ricard pointed out, there are... It wasn't Ricard that said there are different kinds of bugs on this island when they yeah. got there initially. I thought that was funny. That was very funny. Uh, Deshaun is worried about making fire, um, and that's that's the whole camp scene. Then they get into the final unity challenge, where they have to stack blocks that reach final three while standing on a rickety platform. I was annoyed that they didn't have some motion, but yep. this was really good. Yeah. Uh, I, I am always thinking... Like, we, I won't enjoy the second blocks challenge, because uh, it just seems like boring in concept, but I'm always pretty en- engrossed in it. I mean, it's an endurance challenge. Like, this is like a, it's like really, really hard to balance all that stuff. So I, I thought it was very fun. Yeah. And they did actually just use some motion last season, so. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I would love it if they did it every season, but like, it's fine. They yeah, don't. they can't do it every season. Yeah. People get too used to it, like they did with the immunity idol, and then they had to do other stuff too. So Xander wins this one, which means he will once again receive zero votes at Tribal Council. <laughs> <laughs> at camp, Xander tells his sob story about growing up chubby this and was, then running this across was country. so obvious that they just had to find something about him. Yeah. And he's like, when I was 11, I was slightly overweight, and then I ran cross country. Yeah. <laughs> Just shows you that anyone can overcome their adversity in their life. Like, Even you can run cross country. I, felt, I honestly felt bad for him in this because it really felt like the producers were like, "Come on, come on, think come of something, on, come anything. on." When were you most sad, Xander? Oh, I guess when I was a little chubby as a child. Yeah, it's like that in any of the times with Heather, where they're like, "Heather has to overcome being a frail." Like I know people think Heather's like a frail old bag with osteoporosis, <laughs> but she's actually a strong woman. <laughs> Where it's like, this is more, this is like more offensive to talk about her this way. Uh, Xander goes around listening to everybody. Uh, well, not really listening to everyone as much as just hearing them. Because everybody tells him that Erica will beat him if he takes her. And he's like, well, you say that. I actually don't think that will be the case. Because uh, he says intuition is also powerful. It's true. So. That Jewel song, people love it. Intuition? Yeah, there's a Jewel song called Intuition. Mm, I've never heard it. Well, it was in a Razor commercial, so... Sounds like someone... No, that would be even better. (laughs) My intuition tells me that scooters are better than bikes. I don't know if you were... Was the Razor called Intuition? I think it was. I think that's why they used it for it. I'm getting a a nod from our uh, fact-checking department. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Xander decides he's taking Erica... As somebody who predicted Erica to win, this was a great episode to watch. Every time she came on screen, I was like, that's Erica. That's Erica. I like her. She's going to win. Yeah. I was doing the Leo meme at her. As soon as Ricard was out, I was like, well, it was one of the two. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, Deshaun and Heather practice making fire, and then Erica reveals she actually can't make fire. Was this a ploy? I think it may have been a ploy. I guess. It's hard to tell, though. It could yeah. have not been. I wonder why, why she would have done that, though. 
I think maybe if it was a ploy, I think it would be like, oh, I would hate it if you put me in the fire making challenge and then got really was like really good at it and won it easily, and then you're like, I had my big moment where I made fire. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, but that is the other thing with like I do understand not wanting to give her a chance to have the big fire making moment because that is like a big thing that you can. Fall back on. Yes, I understand that also, but uh, feels like it was the wrong move. <laughs> he should have taken Deshaun. Like I, I think that making Heather and Erica fight it out probably would have been the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so at Trouble Council, Jeff asks about everyone's day. Again, great note taking by me. Yeah, <laughs> Xander tries to bury Heather and Erica's game, but Chan calls it a poor read. Hmm. Almost as if the whole time Xander was actually playing a bad game of Survivor, and that's why he was ne- never targeted. Yeah, I, the thing with Xander with, with that is I don't know that it's necessarily his fault because people weren't really working with him. Yeah. I think really what it came down to was he had a group of people that were willing to play with him, and then through no no fault of his own, like the big thing for him would have been I saved Evie, then we teamed up, and like we ran the game. But then they did the split tribal, and Evie got voted out. Yeah. So God, at that point, like, what are you going to do? That split tribal is still such a dumb idea. Yeah. Like, what? You were just in tribes. It's it's rough. It's one of those things where, like, they decided to do it, and it changed how the game went. I don't hate it, but, like, it did kind of screw him over. I hate it. <laughs> uh, Xander calls Heather a badass. Uh, that was him being, like, that was the point where he yeah. was like, people think that she's, like, on death's door, but, like, <laughs> she's actually really good. She's really strong. <laughs> and, like... She has this youthful spirit. Yeah. He's this youthful spirit at one Who's point. Who's this old hag? But she's like out here kicking ass. I don't. I feel so bad for Heather after this. Uh, Xander takes Erica as he said he was going to, and then Deshaun and Heather compete in fire making. Uh, this, this was one of the most intense fire making challenges I've ever seen. This was really fun. I really enjoyed this as much. Excuse me. As much shit as we talk about the Heather making. The fire making. You are really struggling today. <laughs> Usually I am alone in my closet yeah. doing this, and right now I've got two people around you're a very like, small table. Yeah, you're in like a den normally. You're like cozy. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to worry about everybody laughing at me when yeah. I... Yeah, it's just, it's just some idiot over headphones that's laughing at you normally, but now he's laughing in your face. So. Yeah, and it feels a lot worse. <laughs> Um, I think Jeff was very surprised at one point when Heather made the fire because he, he said, Heather has a legit fire. I did feel kind of bad for Heather because it really did feel like just she had it and there was really no adjustment to make. Yeah. It just wouldn't it, quite just, get where it needed it wasn't to go. The right placement, Whereas yeah. Deshaun like busting out early almost benefited him because he was able to rebuild it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he got to build on his mistakes. Uh, Deshaun wins, and that was pretty exciting for me. There was there was there is a different version of the game Deshaun played where this ensures that he wins, but unfortunately, Deshaun played the game that he played. Yeah, he shot himself in both foot. Multiple times. That's correct. Thank you. Okay, so Xander says he was an underdog. Erica was a lion in a lamb costume. And Deshaun knows this is Survivor, but feels like a Thriver. I don't know how... Yeah, okay. I'm like, one... Xander was getting a little too cute with the, the like... He did that. He did the, like, let's rock thing. And I was like, all right. I forgot about that, yeah. But, like, he's 20, so it's, yeah. you know, he's a little kid. He's but, a little uh, baby boy. My mom, while watching this last night, was like, do they shave on the island? Why doesn't Xander have a beard? I was like, Xander's a baby boy. He's a little boy. He's just a little baby. He's just a wee little kid. But, uh, but yeah, I... I think Xander calling himself an underdog is a little much. Yeah. Well, Thomas, he used to be chubby. That's right. Now he's about to finish this marathon, just like yeah. all the cross-country races. Because it's 26.2 days now. That's why they did it. I do think it is like... The, Instead of 39 days. That's true. I do I do like the... So it's more of a sprint than a marathon. But uh, No, it's actually more like a marathon, because a marathon's 26.2 miles, and it's 26 days the season of Survivor. Okay, well... I didn't come here to do math. That's a different show. Uh, but uh, it's not math. It's cross country. <laughs> well, you and I both ran cross country yeah. that one year, and that we're both year. very bad at it. Yeah. So we know. I was pretty good. <laughs> I was actually pretty good. I uh, got to the front of the pack 
once. <laughs> and by front, I mean like top third yeah. of the group in I, practice. Once. I had strep throat during the season, and I missed like half the season because of it. Yeah, yeah, but that was where we came up with one d one, two d two, three d three. Inspired the great TikTok that you sent me that yep. one time. Did sometimes a TikTok um, about that. Um, anyway, I was going to say I, I do think. This season has been, like, the season that I can most remember in, like, recent memory where it's just, like, I'd love to see X come back. Like, yeah. half the cast I would like to see back at some yeah, point. And, absolutely. Like, Xander did kind of seem like he was doing this just as an experience. Like, he was like, happy to do it just to do it. Uh, and if he wins, he wins. But, yeah. like, I would like to see him back at some point because I he's 20. Yeah, so he's got a lot He's a young player. I think that he played a much more mature game than you expect from somebody that young. But I would like to see, like, a more seasoned Xander. Like, how would he play? Yeah. He is definitely, like, the new golden boy they're going to bring back. Like, it was Joe. Before that, it was Malcolm. Before that, it was Ozzy. Before that, it was yeah. whoever else. But I think if they ever do another Heroes versus Villains, there's a lot of really, like, I think you could have, like, Deshaun and Shan, I think, could definitely go on the Villains tribe. Like, Ricard would definitely be on the Heroes tribe. Uh, I'm, get, I'm getting a look here <laughs> from our fact checking. Shan is department. the most manipulative player I've ever seen play Survivor. Yeah, well, she's a, a mafia pastor, you know. That's right. Uh, okay, do you want to talk about these final wildlife shots of this season of Survivor in Fiji? Alive. Yeah, let's do it. What kind of wildlife? We were on a new island. There were new bugs. <clears throat> they didn't say which ones. They did not tell us which ones. So we just got the uh, B-roll we usually get of some white birds, an iguana, and a hermit crab. Which, uh, this gonna, is like nothing new. It's nothing new, but I don't think we've ever talked about hermit crabs before. So this was the Pacific hermit crab, also known as the Ecuadorian hermit crab. I'll be honest. As, as I was doing the research on this crab, I realized halfway through, I think this is the other side of the Pacific, these hermit crabs. But they look basically the same, so... They're We've done so many related. different crabs, too. <sighs> Tell me about it. They can grow up to almost half an inch long, being uh, one of the smallest hermit crabs in the world. Also, they are especially fast. So, well, I'm glad to hear that. So they're like the tiny home version of hermit crabs. You have a tiny home version of hermit crabs, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a, a cottage core hermit crab. <laughs> Uh, they vary in color from yellow to gray to orange to tan. Uh, they prefer to use shells with a wide and round aperture. Okay. They eat seaweed, dead fish, and other detritus. Uh, they seek out a variety of foods because they get bored having the same thing over and over. Well, if that's not me, I don't know what is. Exactly. Uh, and last little fun fact about these little guys. They'll make a chirping noise to communicate with one another. Wow. So that's fun. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, we're really running out of stuff <laughs> to talk about with Fiji, but that's a nice little one. That's a good one. Uh, Evie is, oh, this is the final tribal council. Evie is proud of everybody for making it to final tribal. Danny asks about the pre-merge, post-merge, and final eight. Uh, and... Uh, references, quarters, you know, like in sports? You know sports? Did you yes. like this when he was like, I do sports, so... He said I think about things in a way that I think about, you know, like I think about it, a lot of things like I think about sports, because I played sports, and I was like, you know what, I think about things like sports a lot too, so I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, good question. Uh, Xander talks about being the provider in Yassa, and uh, using Ricard as a shield. Nasir comes to Xander's support. He was there to hug it out. That was a nice little moment. Yeah. Uh, Nasir, great. Nasir, another person I would yeah, love to see he back. Was, he was a delight. I would love to see him again. Heroes Tribe. Honestly, I feel like you could just separate Absolutely this. Absolutely Heroes Tribe, yeah. This, this group into, just bring back everybody <laughs> for Heroes vs. Villains 2 from some 5 or 41. I think we could do it. Deshaun talks to, talks about his relationships and the jury gives suspicious looks. He makes a point of being like, in the first part of the game, I made a lot of really good friendships and relationships. Yeah. And then it's like, well, what about the second part? I'm not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Ricard asks how that can be true when he threw everyone under the bus as soon as he could. Yep. Which is, uh, you know what, a fair point. Yeah. Erica talks about winning on Luvu, then going to exile and building relationships, and then throws Sean under the bus so deftly, saying, 
They tried to break us up with a so-called truth bomb. Great. Great. If, if, if Erica hadn't already won the game when they walked in, I think that comment would have beaten it, beaten it, beaten Deshaun. You got that, I see <laughs> Xander says his social awareness is, and then there's a very long pause. There were a couple times where Xander, like, could not think of anything to say. It was so funny. Uh, yeah. He says he wanted to play a paranoid game. Which I kind of got what he was saying, where it's like, if you're paranoid, you're thinking of all possible options. The problem with that is you can overthink things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he made it, so. Uh, yeah. And so, maybe there's something to be said about being paranoid. Pro-paranoia. A pro-paranoia podcast. That's what the three Ps are. But I think well, that, that's a great point. But I do think one of the reasons... Uh, yeah, the fourth P. Uh, but uh, I think one of the reasons he played a paranoid game is because no one was working with him by the end. He was just on an island. Yeah. No man is an island. Well, as Andrew is. <laughs> uh, Ricard calls Erica the number two threat after him. Good, great point, Ricard. Shan calls Deshaun too emotional and then accuses Deshaun of using the Black Lives Matter movement to hijack Shan's game. I thought that this was uh, an incredibly very self-serving, yeah. and I thought that Deshaun could have been a little madder about this than he was. Yeah, but uh, and also like. The the most self-serving part of it was her being like, I would have been so happy to finish in fourth. It was just one that's like, bullshit, absolutely yeah. not. You were in it to win it. Yeah. Don't fucking tell me that. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, where were we? Deshaun promises that he would never use his people for a game. Decent answer. Danny points out that Erica let her competitors underestimate her. Yeah. I love Danny. Speaking of people we want back, Danny, Danny please bring Danny back. I love him. Yeah, Danny's great. Uh, Everybody this season has been great. Uh, Erica points out that she was always on the right side of the vote. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Pretty important. You're hearing that a lot around these parts. (laughs) It's been an ongoing theme of the season. So they vote. Erica wins 7 to one. Deshaun is the Narrowly only other avoids becoming the third perfect game because Danny voted for Deshaun. Which um, I thought was really sweet. I don't think it would be a perfect game because she got votes throughout the season, didn't she? I don't think she got votes, did she? I don't know. I'm on the Survivor 41 wiki right now. Let's see. Let's see. How many votes did Erica receive throughout the thing? I don't know. Um, okay. Looks like Sydney and Deshaun got votes at the first one she was eligible at. Tiffany and Nasir Xander got votes at the next one. Heather and Nasir, Evie and Liana, Sham, Liana, Ricard, Fanny, Deshaun. Oh, I think you're right. Yep. I, I don't believe she ever got votes. And uh, basically, the only thing preventing her from having a unanimous vote was the relationship that Danny and Deshaun had, which I honestly think. If it wasn't more apparent who was going to win, I think Danny might have voted for Erica at that point. Mm. But I think he was like, Erica's going to win anyway. I'm going to throw one to Sean's way because we're such good friends. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, so that's Survivor 41. Pretty good shit. Do you want to hear about the Ponderosa? Well, I watched the... the I, I, one, I liked that they... I mean, obviously, for, given circumstances, like it made sense for them to read the votes there. Oh, yeah. And I like that they did the after show immediately after, too. Did you watch it? Yes. I, I know you usually hate the reunions. <laughs> I I just don't care enough to watch all of it, and you usually tell me the interesting stuff that happens. So. Um, but, you yeah, know, I, I, was, I was elsewhere watching it in like a, like a, a, with a couple friends, so it was sure. like, oh, we'll hang out, I'll, I'll catch up on some stuff. I thought it was really nice uh, when Danny told everybody about the thing with his dad. I thought mm-hmm. that was really sweet. And I'm very happy for him that he was able to work through that because, uh, you know, he played a really good game. And it, despite the fact that he didn't get into the final three, he took something very profound away, which I think is really yeah. nice. That's all you can ask for uh, on the game of Survivor. Okay. How, tell me this. Uh, would you rather do Ponderosa right now or would you rather separate some Viper 41 cast into heroes and villains? Uh, I... I'm happy to just do Ponderosa. I don't okay. think we need to... I think, <laughs> feels like it would take a while. Yeah. <laughs> How many pounds do you think Ricard lost? I'm going to say Ricard lost 15 pounds. He did. He also lost an additional 7. Wow, 22. It's 22 no, pounds. No, well, that's... A, a, again, like, uh, wasn't... Didn't Evie do an interview or something where 
they were basically like, yeah, we like there were like multiple days where we just didn't eat anything. I'm sure, but uh, but yeah, like they. I really wish they'd played up them not having food for because it really seems like that was a big part of this season. Well, they probably didn't secure that Snickers sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. They were like, well, I don't know what we're supposed to do now. Uh, Ricard orders lobster, wings, and a mojito. Ooh, that sounds divine. <laughs> yeah, right? Shan does not talk to Ricard. What? Uh, apparently she's mad at him still. He makes the... Well, that's, that's so... That makes it even more disingenuous that it's like one of us was always going to get the other one out and then when yeah. he does get you out, you're like, I'm not talking to him. And she would gladly take fourth place. Yeah, she would... She's so selfless. She would gladly do that. Uh, he makes the Survivor Mount Rushmore on a whiteboard. Uh, he puts on a lot of different people, but he finally settles on Tony, Sandra, Sari, and Jeremy. What do you think of that? I mean, look... Like, Anything with Jeremy on there, I'm on board. Yeah. Love Jeremy. Well, he does replace Jeremy uh, with himself. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right, Ricard. <clears throat> friendship ended with Ricard. <laughs> um, I have yet to watch Heather's episode of Ponderosa. Um, so if I remember to do that this week, I will let you know next week. At this point, we got to talk about these points we won. Oh, man, I'm not looking forward to this. So you were pretty high... Uh, these last few weeks, because Leon got voted out, so I wasn't winning too many points. Uh, I had 28 points last week, going into the finale. You had 31. You said you thought Deshaun would make it to Final Tribal Council and win. He did not win, so you got no point for that. Wait, so, I didn't. I said Deshaun would win? I thought I said Ricard was going to win. You picked Deshaun at the merge. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah that's what you were saying, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you, it was a good merge pick. I think we can all agree. Yeah, he made it to Final Tribal. Definitely. Uh, you said Deshaun would also win the reward. I said Xander would win the reward. Neither of them did. Uh, I said there would be burgers at the reward. You said it would be a spa day. Neither of those were the case. Uh, you said Ricard would win immunity. He very nearly did. He very nearly did, but he didn't. He <laughs> lost to Erica, who I predicted... <laughs> Uh, you said Deshaun would take fifth place. I did say that. He did not take fifth place. I said Ricard would take fifth place. He did take fifth place. He did take fifth place, so I got a point for that. Uh, fourth place, you said it would go to Erica. Oh, weird. I said it would be Heather, so I got a point for that. Third place? What the fuck? Heather didn't take fourth place. Yes, she did. Oh, yeah, she was out with the fire-making guy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you talking yeah, about? No, I just really wanted it to be true. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, well, good news, Thomas. You said Xander would take third place, so you got a point for that. That's right. I also, in an earlier episode, said that if he made it to Final Tribal, he would get zero votes, and I was correct. Okay. Uh, I said Xander would take, oh, third place, so I got a point <laughs> for that. <laughs> Uh, you said Heather would take second place, which she did not, because she lost fire-making, which means she took fourth place. Uh, I, oh, I said Deshaun would take second I think I need place. To, I think I need to commit to saying that Heather uh, took second place <laughs> and not fourth. Like, I don't know what episode you watched. She won the fire-making <laughs> challenge. Uh, you said Ricard would win. He, of course, did not. I said Erica would win. So I got a point for that. And Thomas, you said previously that if if... If our boy Xander got into final travel council, he would get zero point or zero, zero votes. votes. Yep. Yeah, I'll give you a point for that. Yeah, I know why you're doing that. So you got 33 points to finish out the season. I received 34 points. Congratulations Thank on you. running the table, Jake. Thank really, you. We, there were two paths that diverged, and uh, I took the one less traveled, and I lost <laughs> because of it. And you took the better one. I would say. Won. I took the one less traveled because I very rarely win in the That's game true. of points that well, we play every year. The thing year. is, uh, I, I, uh, my cousins that I was hanging out with, uh, one of them listens semi-regularly, and he was saying, like, Jake is... Why not every week? Well, we're working on that, okay? Okay. But uh, the difference in our games for the points thing is I'm better at picking people beforehand because I think you just pick people you like. Well, yeah, mostly. And I pick people I think are going to win. Uh... 
Or and also that I like usually, but I I, I, don't know. I feel like I'm a little better at picking that. But I think you are better at picking the actual nuts and bolts, like who is going to win challenges, that kind of stuff. Um, and especially in this case, I think you're better at picking the final stuff. I am basically like Ricard, and that I'm very good at picking the finals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also won the survivor pool that I was in. That I congratulations on that. You. I saw that. Thank you. I noticed that you uh, and uh, you, you and Jack's brand. Shout out Jack's brand. Shout out Jack's brand. Uh, only people to pick Erica in our entire group. I'm pretty sure. At least the only people to finish in the top ten who did. I don't know. Maybe somebody yeah. else did. Who didn't do as well. But yeah, I was pretty happy yeah. about that. Ben, ben Pfeiffer out there picking Xander because they're both very handsome young men. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was like 50 people or so, and notice, uh, I didn't notice a name Thomas Powell on that list. Uh, so I did not participate. Maybe next season. Maybe some Viber 42. Probably won't call it some Viber 42. That doesn't mm-hmm. make a lot of sense. But we'll figure something out. Yeah. Do a fun bit. They but, call it some 42 when I'm in the band. <laughs> <laughs> like a pop punk uh what was that really popular band like in the mid 2000s that was like very culty and they had that one song that was really popular are you talking about the um oh the saint vincent was in it before yeah she was saint the, vincent. the polyphonic spree polyphonic spree yeah so i think really popular is a stretch they were really popular for like indie they rock. were relevant yeah they were like a buzz band yeah um some 41 is just like the, the pop punk yeah, version knows of that. There's 41 members. That's yeah. why it's called that. That's why it's called that. Thomas, speaking of music, did you, and television, did you watch the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies last night? Jake, you are, of course, wearing your music television shirt today. I am wearing my music television shirt today in honor of Spies, Lies, and Allies. This season has been going on for six months, and I still have to look at my notes to see what the title was. That's the thing with this, is like, they're doing the thing I don't like, where they drag it out forever. Well, this was the finale. Did you watch it? I did not watch it. Um, They completed the next portion of the final in their cells, and then they they had to do an elimination. Mm -hmm. Casey and Nani had to go against each other in elimination. They're dating. That's crazy. Casey beat Nani, and it was very sad to see. And Kyle and Nelson had to go up against each other. And they're dating. And they're dating. (laughs) And I want to say Kyle won. Really? Okay. Yes. Good for Kyle. They had to do the same one that Michelle Fitzgerald had to do with her partner earlier in the season. They were strapped to each other's backs and had to get each other to fall off of a platform. Not 100% on the rules, you know. Michelle's social game didn't help her there. No. Uh, so then they separated into three pairs. So it was Casey and CT. Tori and Kyle. <laughs> Devin and Emmy. Who do you think won? Uh, the whole thing. Who they had to run down a hill and get a black diamond out of a I'm going to say Tori and Kyle. You would be incorrect. They took second place. KCT won. That, that makes sense. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. I know you love KC. Uh, I know you love CT, because who doesn't? I do like CT. I literally don't remember who KC is. You like KC. She's from Big Brother? Oh, yeah, I do like KC. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm glad KC won. Thomas will be happy. I do like KC. That is a really strong team. Yeah. It was, as soon as they picked, uh, because KC won the elimination, she got to pick her partner. And she picks ET and was like, yeah. Well, they're going to win. Of course they're going to win. And Devin's going to finish in third. Yeah, Devin finished in third. But they had to, like, memorize a sequence of numbers. I bet he was really good at that. He was very good at that. He was the third person to get to, like, the final portion. Uh, the other two teams had already finished, but he was the only one to uh, remember the entire sequence yeah. correctly the first time. So Shout out to Devin. Shout out to Devin. One of the greats. Got to win one of these things. Some of their best players will never win. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so that's the show. That's both the shows that we've been watching. Cool that they ended the same week. That is pretty neat. Next week we're talking Christmas because it is the holiday season. and We celebrate Christmas every season. We've had a lot of new listeners this season. So, Thomas, do you want to explain what Christmas is to the new listeners? Christmas is where we watch uh, some sort of thing that includes uh, Mike the Miz Mizanin mm-hmm. in his uh, very successful Hollywood A-lister acting career. Yeah. He's here to show the world. The, nope, most, that's the most must-see superstar. Yeah. Uh, 
wearing um, his cool coats. Quiet on the set. Please have quiet on the set. Um, he is uh, beating up the edge. Yeah. Edge or the edge? Which one is it's the guitarist? Edge. The edge is the guitarist. If he was beating up the edge, that would be really unfair because the edge is like 75. <laughs> He's like Heather. He's like 85 years old. <laughs> what if... <laughs> okay, it's WWE day one. Uh, that's that's where they're facing off. What if uh, Miz came down and they were like, I have terrible news. Edge wasn't able to make it. So we found a replacement the and edge. it was the edge. Their feud started because they uh, were uh, both threatened by each other's sunglasses. Absolutely. Um, yeah, sunglasses I, for sunglasses match. I am bummed that there's not more made-for-TV Christmas movies that The Miz starred in for us to watch. But you know, you gotta—he did like three of those, so we gotta make do. With hopefully, what we have. hopefully by next year, he'll have made another one. Is Freeform still making movies? Come on, is Freeform even still a thing? I don't. Who knows anymore? You know, in these unprecedented times, <laughs> telling me it's really hard to tell. Now that Pretty Little Liars is over, and yep. probably a spin-off. Are they rebooting over? it? I don't know. That's funny now, the idea of it. Like, that's a show that old people watch. We're going to reboot it. <laughs> and they're doing How I Met Your Father now. And that 90s show. Well, we can't do new shows. We have to just bring back. They're doing new, new we have girl. To bring back Sex in the City. We have to do new, new girl. We have to bring back uh, Everybody Still Loves Raymond. <laughs> um, Despite all his flaws, everybody still loves yeah, Raymond. Men still of a certain age. Also, Maradona. <laughs> He's a busy guy. Um... Well, Happy Beginnings, the prequel to Happy Endings. <laughs> the, the episode where they just, uh, they were all on that episode, that season of Real World that got canceled yep. because they burned down the apartment or whatever they were staying <laughs> uh, So for Christmas, we will be watching the film The Marine Six Close Quarters. It's available on Plex.tv or Crackle. So, so you know it's a high budget production. I've never seen any Marine I've seen movie. some of the Marine 3, which was the first one that he did, and it's not very good, so I anticipate this one. But it was, like, kind of watchable, so I anticipate this being a similar thing. Uh, Becky Lynch is in this one, and apparently she's a very good one. Oh, this is the Becky Lynch one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think Shawn Michaels might also be in it. I think Shawn Michaels is in it. Uh, so, that's what we're going to do next week. Oh, and then the week after that, we are starting our next off-season. It is the 10th season of Survivor, known as Survivor Palau. And people love it, and it's going to be really good. Um, okay, so, Thomas, what's your Twitter? You can follow me at Tom.Tom. I'm on there. I'm talking. What am I saying? Got to go there and find out. I'm only talking about Michigan football. Cool. You can follow the show at Twitter.com slash D-Y-W-S-L-N. This didn't come out of my mouth exactly as I intended it. That's well, okay. that's the first time this has happened today. That's true. We're also on Instagram at the Only Survivor Podcast, as this is that. We have a show or several on Patreon. Find those at patreon.com. I want to thank the listeners, by the way. I'm still not calling you fans because you haven't paid me any money. Yeah. My brother asked me, how can I support you guys? Because he's listening on Spotify, so he can't do the five-star review. Do you have $10,000 a month? He said, how can I? Here's what he said to me. Here's what he said to me. How can I support you guys without giving you money? (laughs) I mean, just listening, I guess. Just listening. But you just don't get to be a fan. Yeah, um, you know, maybe send it to any other group of people. You can write a a nice handwritten letter to Spotify that is a five-star review that says, this is my favorite podcast, I like it better than all the other podcasts, I give it a big thumbs up. And if you're using Apple, you can write that in the Apple Podcast Review, and it is a five-star only review, unless you give us money to give us less stars. (laughs) You go to patreon.com slash justpodcast to learn all the terms of that. Uh, we already thanked the listeners. We already did the iTunes review. Um, so I think the only thing left to hear to say before Christmas next week is have a great summer. Deuces. The faster we're falling, we're stopping and stalling. We're running in circles again. Just as things were looking up, you said it wasn't good enough. But still we're trying one more time. Maybe we're just trying too hard.
anyway, we're ready to get started. Let's do this. Here on the pod. The greatest podcast of all time. That's this one. The only podcast of all time. The only, this is the only podcast of all time. We invented it. We invented podcast. We're basically the Conan O'Brien of podcasting. Yep. Maybe we're just trying too hard. When really it's closer than it is too far. Was it everything it you were hoping for? That was the hard. dress rehearsal, so we're going to do the real part. <laughs> <laughs> so Just so we, we can know. Get all of these uh, mistakes out of the way. Yeah. <laughs>